rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, everyone. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Tara Buster. We usually meet every Saturday evening at 6, 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app or SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Thank you for hanging out. We'll see who shows up tonight. I've, this is the only night I can do the show. So I know I tr I've been trying to do weekday specials and trying to get on the chat and on the, uh, on the YouTube channel and the Facebook page as much as I can to connect with everyone and... This is how we're going to get through the de decline of Western civilization. I always say we stick together, we win. This is how we, we're going to win. We will win. If we're, if we're smart, we will win. I mean, it can go either way at this point, now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> hey, hi-fi guy on the chat, the lone person on the chat right now. So hopefully more people will show up. It's, you know. I mean, it's tough. I do the, you know, there's not a set time during the week. So nobody knows when to hang out. If you're available, you're available. And hopefully, if you're listening on the podcast, you listen at your own leisure. That's good, too. Thank you for, you know, all your support. Please become a patron. We lost a few patrons recently. I'm not sure if that's because I know some people contacted me and said that they would they couldn't afford to be a patron, which is fine. We Christmas well the holidays are coming, and everyone is a it's a balancing act in life. So I I really completely understand and thank you for your patronage, bef uh, it, you and still supporting the show. Thank you for the times that you were able. To, to financially support the show because there's other ways you can help the show grow. As you know, we don't have it's not only financial. You can tweet, you can share the show, give the good the, a good review on iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, be sure to subscribe. That's that works too. And if there's a problem, let's just say you don't like I don't know, yeah, just reach out, tell me, tell me what I could be doing better. I'm thinking, I don't take it personally. At least I try not to. Taking things personally is not, it, it's a, it takes practice for me. It's not like I, sometimes I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? And that's in life anyway. So wow, what's happening to the chat server? It's not loading. No, I can't see anybody. Great. It doesn't matter. I could, I'll have to go in onto YouTube. I wanted to connect today a few things we when we were talking on Saturday so we we did the show on Saturday that's great and we had two amazing guests Poppy Champlin and Rhonda Handsome stop by to talk about how they're getting through this uh, the the decline of western civilization and Poppy is a regular show uh, a regular guest on the show as you know and she is a show she's a show in herself and Rhonda, I hope, will come on more regularly. She's very busy as well, and she's. I hope if you get a chance, you can go see her her live performances. She's an amazing storyteller here in New York. 
go check her out. I go on her website and see what's going on. Anyway, someone just texted me. Yeah, we had a. I do some uh, trap, neuter, and release work for the New York City Feral Cat Initiative, and we had a very tragic situation happen today, and it was it made me very sad. This one of the cats got hit by a a landscaping truck and died. So the poor little creature is uh, hopefully it was not. She this it didn't suffer, but. That's what I'm getting a text about now. So, uh, yeah. The uh, the guys who did it were very upset. They actually like the cats, and I felt really bad in general. I feel bad for them anyway because yeah, I worry about them. When the when it snows, when, it's, when the rain, when it's a, a bad storm, I think about, oh, I hope those those poor cats are okay out there. The creatures that, you know... A little less fortunate than us. So we do what we can. They don't know how how many guardian angels are out there really looking after, after them and really care about them. And then I felt, well, this poor creature, you know, didn't ask to be born. And now I'm getting a little misty thinking about it. And uh, at least it was loved enough that... It, it it made an impact on pe not just my life but others' lives. It, it allows us to exercise compassion. That to show our it really helps us when we help others. We help ourselves. That is the meaning of life, really. Not that I'm some kind of guru or anything, but you know what I'm saying. When you that is why the the, the I know for a fact that the entire Republican ideology is based in bullshit because they, they're completely, their selfishness and uh, greed, that is sickness that needs to be overcome. We get sick from those things. You, nobody gets sick from compassion. I mean, you may have a broken heart, but I thought about this poor creature that lived outside and had uh, as rough, a rough life, but as we tried to make it better, we tried to care for it, it does, and it didn't know and understand that it had so many people that that were looking after its interests, and, um, you know, and I thought, well, what a lucky little creature to, to have so many uh, people care about the, it, and to be, and to have, uh, to, uh, you know, be so loved that we are now grieving for it. So we can all hope for that when, when it's our turn, that uh, we make an impact, that, we'll, that people will grieve for us and uh, the, the loss. But that's how I know in my soul that the Republican Party is, uh, you know, they're not representing the best interests of the human condition, to put it mildly. And they, they will, um, they, everything they touch turns to sickness, as, as we see. So what was, I was thinking about, I wasn't going to talk about the cat, honestly. It just came up. I guess I'm thinking about it. I've been thinking about it all day. I feel, I feel really bad about it. But like I said, it's uh, luckier than many to have uh, so many people help. I mean, this is, that's human beings, though. You know what I mean? That is in us as well. The, that, uh, that compassion 
is something that we share as human beings. And we know that we are, we have to help each other. We have to, we cannot leave people behind. We can't, um, you know, think that all it, all life is about is greed, selfishness, me, 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 I got mine. Forget about whoever. Like, this is why I'm really sick of the corporate wing of the Democratic Party. And maybe that, maybe that's why I thought to myself, maybe that's why I lost some patrons. You know what I mean? This month, a few of them dropped off. And I thought, oh, I hope, uh, I hope I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. But I, then I thought, oh, maybe I'm talking too much about Joe Biden or whatever. But who cares? I mean, I have to be me. You know what I mean? We all got to just be ourselves. And but uh, everything that the Republicans touch is turns to sickness. Look at look at them. Just look at their rallies. It's an ugly hate fest that that that's something that they can be proud of. They, they really feel proud about that. Walking out of a Nuremberg rally, thinking that uh, that they're good, they that they are better than other people. I don't understand the whole their um, their mentality to align themselves with that con man, too. They're nothing but dupes of a friggin' con man. I, I mean, we, he's a documented con man, a serial bankrupt con man, who not only received fewer votes, I always have to throw that in, but he was such a serial bankrupt con man that the banks had to put him on a goddamn allowance. They wouldn't loan him any more money because he was a bad investment, and that's why he had to go to Russia. And that's why he's, he's fighting so hard not to have his tax returns released, because not only is he not as rich as he purports to be to the assholes who cheer him, but he is also uh, in bed with Russia. He is—the uh, entire Republican Party is, is gone. They're dead. That if we're looking for them to finally find a soul and join the human race, it's not going to happen. They are all, they're not evolved at all. That's why we call them Trumpanzees. They, have they haven't caught up yet. So they don't understand that we're in this together. They don't understand that it takes all of us. That when we leave someone behind, that we're all left behind. They don't get it. That when we behave like adults on the national, on the international stage, that all of that is a, that comes back to us because life is a mirror. We, uh, you want to look around, just look around how your life is, and that that's your mirror. Yeah. So look at Trump. He, the only thing that he is reflecting is the sickness of our system. So it's not that he's so great. That he, oh, he was able to rise to the highest executive office in the land. He got there, despite receiving fewer votes, by exploiting the weaknesses in our system. And if we don't get, the, if we don't under, not only understand that, but don't get it back, it's done. We understand that, at least. We understand that it's going to be done if, um, you know, if the if we continue on this trajectory. And then we didn't get here overnight, and we're not going to get back overnight, but the, we, ha we also have to agree on what the problem is.
So, and the problem is greed, selfishness, and uh, the uh, this this indifference to uh, the sufferings of others in this country. Like that. Oh, I got my health insurance. Why do I care? Uh, it's okay that we have eight, 85 million Americans that have zero health insurance. It's okay that people have to go on to GoFundMe to beg for cancer treatments. This is sick. That is sick. No wonder this country is sick. And then somebody was saying, actually, who was I? I think I was listening to Tom Harmon on the way home. And he was talking about someone, uh, some incident in his neighborhood. People were fighting. I, I can't really remember. I guess I wasn't, I was half listening to it, but they, he was saying, what's going on in this country? Why is everyone, uh, there's so much fighting going on. So people at each other's throats. That's because the, everyone's on edge from this, they're sick from this selfishness, from this King baby in the white house. It does trickle down. The, the energy in this country is, uh, you know, sucks to be you. I got mine. And then if you're not in with the in crowd, you're, uh, you know, oh, well, better luck next life, sucker. And I, I have to tell you on the, so we, we have RDT Daily. The, the Facebook page has uh, like 150,000 followers. We get some mail. We get, uh, and I told you about the, about the email I got from the asshole who, uh, Ed, Ed, what's his name? I forget now. Ed, Edwin, who uh, called me the C word and Trump train and all this other stuff. But uh, we usually, we get letters and mail or whatever the hell on uh, email. And, but I have to say the incidence of hate mail is actually rising. So I find, and I'm noticing that because we do get, every now and then we'll get hate mail. Yeah, Edwin, <laughs> right? Edwin. Can't remember his last name. I, I have it written down somewhere. I'll find it. Because he needs to be... He, give him the attention he deserves. He, I mean, that's what he wants. The, the, these old crackers, that's what they do with their limited lifespan. They get on the internet and they call people the C-word, strangers. You know, go, hey, Edwin, go, go do your own show. You know what I mean? Go start your own damn page. Why let Russia constantly do it for you why are you always letting russia start a trump 2020 uh freaking facebook page why don't you do it yourself oh that's right because you're a, you're a baby you need a daddy to wipe your ass and save you from the scary complex well even though he's while he's basically eating you alive they that's what it, it's really about the republicans are so sick they need their king baby dad. It doesn't matter if this is a con man, if he's a grifter, a serial banker. It doesn't matter they, because they're so weak. They are they're little tiny baby racists. They never evolved. They're, they're fear-based. They're, they're cowardly. I mean, the same thing. They're filled with fear. They're filled with self-loathing. They're coward. They're, the cowardice is, it stinks. It's the stench of cowardice, and they don't... That, therefore, they are unfit. They're unfit to function in a democracy. And that's why when you put somebody who's unfit to function in a, in a situation, so for instance, like, I'm not fit to be a figure skater. You put me on, a, on the ice in the middle of Rockefeller Center, I'm going to fall on my ass constantly because I'm not fit to be a figure stake skater. I'm not fit to be on ice skates. It's the same thing. These, are, these freaks aren't fit to be in democracy. So that you put them in a democratic society, a diverse democratic society, they're going to freak out. 
They don't know what to do. So instead of admitting, oh, shit, I'm in a, I can't function here. This is a very scary, complex world with people who have different pigment than me. And um, instead of looking at themselves in the mirror, they have to project their sickness outward onto us all and inflict it onto us. And they want to make all of us sick, you see. So that's the goal, to drag, because they they don't want to evolve. It's too much work to evolve. They don't want to be uncomfortable. Instead, they want everybody to be to be dragged down to their level. But that's not the way life goes. Most uh, most human beings continue to evolve since we crawled out of the caves, right? They uh, the, it's there's been a conservative yelling stop. But um, yeah, just like William F. Buckley says, conservatism is a what did he say? How did he describe? Is uh, stands athwart history yelling stop? Really? That's that's your ideology. That's what you want to do. That's what gets you out of bed in the morning. Stop, everyone. Stop. Stop evolving. I'm not comfortable. Uh, be be the, just like me. They're so boring. It's like living in the in the Wizard of Oz, but oh, you're in Kansas. You're constantly in Kansas. It's black and white. But you know what? It's they don't see the beauty in life. Really, uh, there's diversity is beauty. It's all the rainbow color, all the culture. That's one of the things that used to that we used to value as Americans, we all over the world. That's why people wanted to come here. The diversity, the 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 freedom. The, and what's what does that mean? Freedom to live a decent middle class life. That everyone had a chance. That it was a melting pot. That we believed in uh, laws. I mean, obviously, uh, most of that was aspirational. But, you know, there was a brief moment from uh, the time of World War II to Reaganomics called the Great Prosperity. When the majority of the American people shared in the wealth that their labor made possible. Not anymore, though. Because... The, into the, that comfortability, the middle-class life that, the, that my father's generation thought was their birthright stepped the racist-ass conservatives who tickled the racist funny bones and started the dismantling of the American dream using the oldest trick in the book, racism, divide and conquer. Oh, God... It really is exhausting. And I honestly, I'm, I was thinking today, should I get the hell out of here? I mean, I, I know I say that a lot, right? I really thought, I imagine, I projected to the future. I was like, okay, a year from now will be the, ra- the presidential race. What if Twitler wins despite receiving fewer votes again? I, I mean, I was like, do I get the hell out of here? What, what's, what's up? There's Francis. Francis, where'd he go? Francis, there he is. People are asking for you. There he is. <laughs> Wherever you go, there you are. Yes, that's true. Look at him. Look how cute he is. You a good boy? You being good? He's very silent. He'll never. He never talks. That one. So, all right. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, wherever you go, there you are. But then it's like, honestly, here, here I am, though. Here. I'm here. The thing that really was getting on my nerves, like everything else, um, was that I'm thinking, okay, so this morning, all right, I'm going to talk about Morning Joe again. It, but it, I'll get to that in a minute. And as you know, I get up, I freaking put on Morning Joe because I'm a glutton for punishment. And I was listening to them every single day and MSNBC. So all, all, all day, periodically, I'll have MSNBC on in the background listening to it. It's, just, it's a nonstop poll. That's all it is. One poll after another. I don't get, the, I mean, that's, of course, I don't get. What, do you, what am I talking I get it. It's the corporate media. It's, they're not there to inform. They're there to make money. And they're like, oh, the next Democratic debate, hosted by all women. Who gives a shit? So they put, they throw some, uh, they're going to try to look like they're so, they're, they're so evolved by having all females uh, 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 question the candidates. What the hell is a for-profit profit company, corporation, doing in charge of, uh, of the debates? And the other thing is, why are we, uh, what, what the, if this really was a functioning democracy, if we wanted it to function, we wouldn't have year-long election cycles, years long. It wouldn't start the day after the, 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 the stinking president is inaugurated. It never stops. That's why people are exhausted. But that's what they want. They want it that way. They want it because they know that people will tune out. They're sick of it. They can't handle it anymore. They want to do, you know, whatever. They want to watch Dancing with the Stars, but you can't even get away when you watch Dancing with the Stars. You get those unfit, unqualified morons whining, staying up there despite receiving fewer votes. Yeah, he might get more votes, this Sean Spicer, because, but from the same person, they're cheating. He sucks. He doesn't dance at all. He da- he walks and points. That's not dancing, conservatives. Oh, oh, uh, you're making a liberal cry. So you can prove you suck uh, despite, you know, the fact that you're not fit. Get somebody up there who can dance, who is working, who's who's working to, to you know, who doesn't dance, who gets up there and learns how to dance and then puts on a good goddamn show isn't that the whole point you don't have uh, instead of being able to manipulate the vote i mean obviously i don't watch the show to tell you the truth only i'm only only know what's going on because of this sean spicer and we spoke about this the other week but that's that's who the conservatives are they don't give a shit how they win they're cheaters because they're unfit they are fundamentally unfit. They're not, they don't have what it takes to, to meet an opponent squarely and fairly on the field of ideas. It's like that, that, that's why they have to cheat and gerrymander and suppress the vote. And, and it might happen again. So I was, when I was talking about Morning Joe, what they were talking about is uh, the, the Republicans going off on uh, – well, what they were doing was, uh, you know, all over the country is one of the things that that was someone brought it up, how they're not um, discussing how Republicans are fixing the vote. So somebody actually said that. And that's the truth. So uh, why don't they do 10,000 stories on that? 
how Republicans are suppressing the vote, how they're kicking people off the voting rolls, how, they, how they're doing it under laws designed to disenfranchise African Americans. But instead, we get the polls. Who's up in the polls, down in the polls, up polls? I mean, who gives a shit? You know who's up in the polls at this point If in the Republican nomination process? It was um, Ben Carson. So what does it matter who's up in the goddamn polls? Ben Carson? I think Ted Cruz was up in the goddamn polls, too. Everybody was up in the polls until they were not. not. So we have to hear, oh, this one's up by five points, and that one's down, and who, and that. But, okay. <sighs> I need something. I need to get out of here. All right. What I, here's something that really pissed me off. The couple of things I wanted to talk about today. So I was thinking, well, maybe I lost, like I said, some patrons because... They don't like me bashing. Am I bashing? You know, Joe Biden or the neoliberal wing of the of the Democratic Party. That I believe that we're in big trouble because of that wing. They gave us Twitter. It wasn't just the Republicans. We expect that from Republicans. It was the it was them. At two DLCers, you gotta you two. How many corporate parties do we need? And they did it deliberately. So, you know, here we are 30 years later with uh, Reaganomics and, and Clintonomics, and we have a literal fascist destroying democracy, going after, I mean, the, tr the treason is, is unbelievable. I never, honestly, I guess I'm naive, because I, I never believed that I would see I, such treason. I knew that. I, I knew. I'm not that naive to under. I know that Republicans hate America. They don't like democracy. That's the that's their base issue. They can't function in democracy. They like and even the dumb assholes at the at the Nuremberg rallies with their flags. Oh, they love America. I'm patriots. This patriot that. Every time you go you go on a right wing news site. You go on a right wing, it doesn't matter, Twitter page, all the fake, all the fake bots, they don't, you can't tell who's real and who's fake. You could tell, uh, they, but they're, they're, they're a dupe of, of the fascist con man squatting in the White House because all over their Twitter feed, all you see is American flag emojis, uh, fireworks emojis. It's just, it's sickening because it's all the outward displays of, patriotism without understanding who the hell what what it means to be a patriot they're not patriotic we're patriots we are liberals are the patriots not the right-wing fascists who who if this were 1776 they'd be pining to be trickled upon by the king and i say that it's the truth the same thing they needed the king that's your natural lord you don't go against your natural lord they would be the loyalists. They'd be fighting the patriots, the, the progressives, the liberals. That's who created this country. Liberals created this country. Not the friggin' conservatives, because the conservatives were the ones that are, were fleeing. They were either fighting, well, but they, you know, because they're cowards, they would be, they'd run their asses to Canada. That's what they did. Or they, you know, were like Benedict Arnold, traitors, a traitor. Just like Twitler. 
the 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 same thing is uh, synonymous. Twitler and Benedict Arnold, two names synonymous with treason, with being a traitor. That's who they are. And the Republicans are traitors. They are literal traitors. How do they sleep at night, I often wonder? Especially last night at this Nuremberg rally, because he, he can't go anywhere. and He can't go anywhere else, Twitler, because he's hated. He, he received fewer votes. He's never risen in the polls. I know this from watching MSNBC, all the polls, right? We know all about polls from them, because that's all they're good for. You watch, you watch a news show from any other country and you want to you wanna weep and shame with this country's. That's, that's what substitute says news. A poll. He's up. He's down. Five points. Pete Buttigieg. Fuck you. Oh, sorry. My language. Stupid camera. Why is it? It's so annoying. It constantly goes... Fade out or whatever. Not faded. Soft. Yeah, he goes. So he goes and gets booed. And then at, he went to the MMA fight and got booed. And they at, on the on the New York Post Twitter feed, uh, there was an article. More cheers than boos at MMA fight for Trump. Oh, it's That's your your story. More cheers than boos at MMA fight. Because this is what it's come to in this country. Uh, the, a tedious little uh, need for narcissistic supply. Let's stroke Twitler's tiny, smaller than average Mario Kart looking penis in front of, metaphorically, uh, on, our, uh, on our right-wing propaganda rag. Because that's what we need. Like, they... <laughs> Make America boo again. Paradu, I see. I'm I'm reading the chat. So yeah, I see on um w during this whistleblower who came for the the not the whistleblower the Ukrainian ambassador the who Twitler the most who the most the tiniest most powerful man on earth uh, had. Uh, said that that in order for her to keep her job, she was being advised, just tweet something. Tweet, tweet you're on the team. Because it's like living under Henry VIII now, except, you know, we're, uh, Henry VIII wasn't an illiterate moron who had, he actually had some talent. So, and, you know, despite being a me megalomaniac as well, he you, he played instruments. He wrote music. We still hear his music being played. Pastime in good company, anyone? Or um, what was it? What else did he do? He wrote. Uh, well, he established medical college. He wrote um, articles on uh, you know me um, medicine. He came up with his own treatments, things like that. I think he actually established a college, the College of Medicine. Was, oh, Oxford was, was it Oxford? That's the one with, um, what's, you know, the guy, the cardinal, cardinal, the one who he ended up, who couldn't get the divorce. Wolsey, Wolsey. Anyway, Cardinal Wolsey. Anyway, whatever. What are we talking? I would rather talk about that, right? Wouldn't that be more interesting in a way, like that we can have a fun? Not interesting, but it would just be better for our souls. 
we had a functioning democracy and we could just discuss discuss the authoritarian dictators of other pastime days. Instead, we have to we have to be inf- be inflicted upon by the conservatives, and that's how much they hate this country. You see, they hate this country m- so much. They 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 love to. I mean, honestly, how am I? What am I trying to say? Think about what they're doing. Think about that they are selling out the entire country for a treasonous con man, who a serial bankrupt, Putin puppet, fake invoice creating, uh, sexual predator, reality TV star who played a successful businessman on t- on TV. That's who they're. That's who they're. They're um, selling out this country to. That could you imagine? You see, they all of the damage that they've done until now. That's what we we were saying for years. We never knew how how bad it would get. I never imagined. But this is this is not new. They've been doing this for years. They've been selling out, whittling away at our constitution. One, one. Uh, one gerrymandered election, one uh, manipulated judicial Supreme Court, um, you know, what do you call it, uh, decision, like Bush v. Gore. What the hell? That's what they have been doing all along, the, uh, going against the soul of this country. That's right. As Ed the First says on the, on the chat... A thousand people drank the Kool-Aid for con man Jim Jones. Right. That's a that's a one like tiny little con man. And now we have a an a, a gigantic traitor. And he's everything that these these assholes have been wanting for, for years. They need an authoritarian daddy. But imagine this is what's so frightening. If the the problem is if we do not fix what's broken in the system that gave us Twitter to begin with, then the next fascist will will be a capable fascist. And we're done. Then I'm getting I'm really getting the hell out of it. We're all getting out of here. We'll go we'll go, all go to Ireland and we'll get a little cottage or something. You know what I mean? We really what what else do we gotta do? We just get get uh, just put our just throw in the towel then. At that point, I mean, maybe we'll still do the show, I guess, because for future generations to understand, hey, I understood that it was it was dead, that we tried. We tried to have a democratic republic, but it, it, obviously big money, the power of organized money, it was too much. For for both the left and the right, not even the left. I mean, I'm talking about the so-called left. And speaking of the so-called left, here let's let's just go into what I was going to talk about, which pissed me the f off. I'll play um, Mika Brzezinski's pet Pete Buttigieg. I'm I'm so sick of Pete Buttigieg. All right, I mean, maybe this is why we we lost some patrons. I'm sick of Joe Biden. I'm sick of Pete Buttigieg. I'm sick of the whole bullshit narrative that if we don't put a corporate candidate up, that 
we're going to lose the election. That's not that's not going to happen. If we put a corporate candidate up, we will lose because of all, um, you know, everyone. This 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 is the same thing. It's like a repeat of 2016. Did we learn anything? Did it's not? No, no, we don't need to learn it. They needed to learn it. Did did they learn anything from 2016? No, they're blaming Bernie. Oh, it was Bernie. Yes, and and the Russians. That's all. All of that is true. Ber- it's not, first of all, Bernie didn't do anything. Bernie didn't lose the election for Hillary Clinton. There was a a unfair or not a an industry against Hillary Clinton for decades. Okay, so there uh, the visceral hate against her it was was real, regardless of how qualified she was. Yes, she's qualified. I agree, and I happily voted for her. And but but I was for Bernie. Of course I was, because I believe as much as I'm in my own bubble here in New York, thankfully, I get to talk to people that everywhere I go, I don't see that those brown shirts, the the 2020, the 2019 updated version of a brown shirt, which is that red asshole, stupid looking hat. But you know what I mean? And, uh, but anyway, yeah, she, all over the country, they, they hated her. And they, how many, how many elections have to be about change? Change we can believe in. Finally, they wanted change. So I believe that, what the hell is going on? It says my internet connection is not fast enough. I just got a message. Um, I do believe that from the, from the, I got a message from the, from the ECAM. Yeah, there he is licking himself again in the back. Francis Jr. Jr. Francis! I'm sorry for yelling into the mic. Stop that. Stop that. You're on camera. Why does he got to do that? (laughs) Francis, look, he don't care. To be free. Ah, to be free. It reminds me of a story. Let me just tell this funny little story once that a friend of mine told me. I, it's not my story. She said that she was living in an apartment building and her mother came to visit. And this is an old lady living next door who would always keep her door open. So whenever she went into the hall, the old lady would be like, who's there? Hello. Hello. And my friend would say, oh, it's me. How are you? And she's Oh, good. I'm okay. Have a nice day or whatever. And one day, my friend's mother was visiting her. And they went into the hall, rang the elevator. The old lady was like, who's there? Who's there? And she's like, oh, it's Susan. And uh, this is my mom. Oh, no, wait, wait. I said it wrong. She goes, oh, Susan. The lady opened the door and she was stark naked, completely naked, like an 80-something-year-old woman. And... Of course, they were standing there like, hello. And <laughs> she goes, ow. And my friend goes, um, Mrs. O'Lady, whatever your name is, this is my mom. And she goes, I'm sorry I didn't dress for the occasion. And they all laughed. And the lady, you know, proceeded to stand there nude in front of a couple of uh, my, my friend, her neighbor, and a stranger. So I thought, wow, to be that free... One day, I guess you get to a point where you're just like, I don't give a shit anymore. You know what I mean? That's freedom 
really, right? You're just, all right, whatever. Who's in the hall? I'm naked. I don't care. Well, oh, okay. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. But anyway, to be free. I'm only kidding. I would hopefully not be that free. Jesus Christ. What am I going to do? But anyway, as I was thinking of Francis, he doesn't care. Licking himself on the camera. Did somebody say my name? You see? Francis! Stop. Stop it. He's not going to listen. All right, so let me just play this. Here's the thing that really annoyed me. I, we're not going to really be able to see me at this point because you all looking at Francis licking himself. But whatever. It's probably better that way. So Pete Buttigieg was on the Morning Joe corporate media mouthpiece. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I, it's, it's infuriating, though. I know that. Um, the day after Elizabeth Warren released her Medicare for All plan with the numbers and all, she kept saying, oh, give me numbers, numbers. It's not possible to have Medicare for All. I guess like every other country on earth, we could do anything here, right? But we can't make sure that Americans don't have to go to GoFundMe for their cancer treatments. That's, that's America for you. We can do whatever we want. But that, except that. Except we got to leave millions behind. We got to make sure that millions more go bankrupt because that's what it's about here. Greed, selfishness, and indifference. And those are the ingredients not of a, a democratic republic or a great country. Those are the ingredients of fascism, of fear, of I got mine, sucker. Forget about it. That's how you, that's how you have a fascist take control. And they, call, they keep saying how divided this country is. Well, I, I know why. Because it's every, it's every person for themselves. If you have health insurance, good luck. Oh, great. Good for you. I don't want to lose what I have. This is why I'm so sick of Pete Buttigieg. I'm sick of Joe Biden. Joe Biden's plan outwardly has, it, it states in its, its, its uh, one of the features, I, I mean, is right out there in the open, is that it still leaves millions out. So, you know, Pete Buttigieg, uh, Medicare for all who want it, I'm so sick of that stupid uh, um, meme, it's, uh, or whatever, the frame of choice. I got choice. What choice? From your private health plan? All of the sudden, all over the mainstream media, how it, these Republicans uh, on Morning Joe talking about how we're no one wants to get rid of their private health insurance plan. Bullshit. And they're saying, oh, no, um, we're so afraid that Twitler's going to get reelected if we run on Medicare for all. Bullshit, because he'll get reelected thanks to the corporate media mouthpieces on on Morning Joe and on Real Time with Bill Moore and all those other corporate shows, they'll get reelected because the so-called Democrats on those shows keep spewing Republican talking points. And the candidates themselves uh, spewing Republican talking points make me sick, like Pete Buttigieg. I'm so sick of him. Honestly, I'm, I'm sick of him. On many levels, okay, I appreciate the fact that he's an openly gay man with a husband. That's the only thing I like about him. 
that okay but honestly they talk about um who's who will never get elected he's never going to get elected and and the other thing is he's 37 goddamn years old 37 like what arrogance go and uh, get uh, get a little um experience just going to, and wearing the uniform of this country is not enough many many um, millions of people do that Oh, he's so irritating. And he's he wants to position himself. He's like um he's a spoiler. That's what he is. If you don't if you if you're so afraid of Twitler being reelected, why are you espousing his bullshit? Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg and Mika Brzezinski. That's what they're doing. They're spewing the Republican line how people are going to be ripped they're, they're going to have their health insurance ripped from them. Private health insurance ripped them from Who gives a shit? Rip it. You can't rip it from me fast enough if I had an alternative because it's not about private insurance. People like going to the doctor, for Christ's sakes. They don't like their private health insurance plan. That's it's bullshit. And the same thing with Pete Buttigieg's plan, Medicare for All Who Wanted. That's another recipe of just keeping the corporate for-profit, rapacious, uh, the useless a, a racket, this health insurance racket attached to our miseries like a goddamn lamprey, like a parasite, sucking profit from our miseries. And you're, so they talk about the taxes on, on uh, Medicare for All. Oh, your taxes, your taxes are going to go up. Bullshit on top of that. But the fact is, you, what about Medicare for All who want it? Isn't that deductible and the premiums and all the exclusions that are going to go along when you're keeping the private health insurance in, in operation? Or all, of that sh all of that stuff is going to be there. That's a tax. Well, how much are you going to pay for your premiums? How about your deductibles, your copay, your coinsurance, your in-network, out-of-network? All of that is a tax. Why don't they frame it like that? But no, it's, we, this, I mean, honestly, God, listen to this, this effing B, frame her question. She gets, so she, after, the day after Elizabeth Warren re releases her plan, she has Pete Buttigieg, a mayor of a backwash, backwater town, Indiana, like, how dare you? You're going to be a mayor? I mean, don't we have, haven't we had enough of unqualified assholes thinking that they, they are reaching, their, where their reach far out exceeds their grasp? No, no, we've had enough of uh, fantastical notions like Medicare for All, where the whole world can do it. Except us, because we're so great here. We're so great here that we have to have the measurably worst health insurance, health care on earth, thanks to the for-profit racket. But here's so, instead of having Elizabeth Warren on and questioning her, she has Pete effing Buttigieg on and questions him about Elizabeth Warren's plan. And just listen to how she frames the question, which I want to, my head's going to explode. Joining us now from Clear Lake, Iowa, Democratic presidential candidate, Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana. Great to have you on the show again this morning. How's it going? How's it going? 
Good. Good to be with you. It's uh, nice out, a little chilly, but uh, we're having a great time. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's uh, let's dig right in. I want to talk about Elizabeth Warren revealing her plans to pay for her Medicare for All plan. Listen to this question. Um, looking at the numbers, some would say the numbers. This is likely to pass. Some would say that that's the the slick frame of a fascist right there. Some would say that's propaganda. Some would say who's some? What do you mean? She's got the numbers right there. What, what happens to know your value, Mika? Now she's framing it like that Elizabeth Warren didn't do her homework. Of course she did. Here are the numbers. But she doesn't like it. I don't know. What does Mika have a friggin' Does she have all her stock in GoFundMe pages or something? Is that a for-profit company? She does, we, 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 have to, we can't have anything that actually works because we might put GoFundMe out of business her plans to pay for her Medicare for all plan um, looking at the numbers some looking would say at the numbers what numbers show us the numbers bitch because the Elizabeth Warren has shown us the numbers what now you tell are you telling us that she's lying to us who's lying Mika Brzezinski or Elizabeth Warren some would say it's likely to pass as Mexico paying for the wall likely to pass that's what they always say don't even try. Why bother? I mean, why, why do anything then? Why get out of bed in the morning? Why go to the moon? Why, you know, oh, yeah, JFK didn't say, we look to the moon and you know what? It's just too hard. Forget it. We can only get halfway there. Eh, why bother? It's too hard. Why do anything? Why, why explore the, the universe? Why read a book? Why, why, why bother? It's too hard. Why go to college? Why get up in the morning? Why? Why do we even do anything? Why? Some would say, why bother? It's too goddamn hard. I mean, not for Mika. See, this is why this country is, is swirling around the toilet. Because of the likes of a Mika, Mika Brzezinski. The, and she's just the same as that uh, McCain, Megan McCain. The, these trust-funded, sophomoric mouthpieces of the corporate takeover of America. They, I don't understand what's wrong with, with uh, you know, they'll be fine. Why do they, why are they so upset at the notion of everybody having health care? I don't understand it. You think it would make them happy to think that, hey, I don't have to live in a country where 35,000 Americans needlessly die every year for lack of care. I don't have to live in a country where millions go bankrupt. I don't have to live where we pay double the next most expensive system and still leave millions out. Why is that okay? This is what I don't understand with these so-called Democrats. They're not Democrats. These are corporatists, and they are part of the problem. And here's the, the, the rot of the corporate media. Why, you, why this country is going down the road of fascism, because this is, they're expound, even on the so-called left, this is supposed to be a liberal, this is a, Mika Brzezinski is a Democrat, and then you have this, this uh, so-called Democrat. They're supposed to be working for us, but instead... They're, they're dividing us further. So we're supposed to be okay. We're supposed to be happy and fine and settled with the fact that millions of Americans go bankrupt every year. We're supposed to be okay with 
having the worst health care in the industrialized world and um, paying double for it. But we're supposed to be okay with that because we can't do anything better. I don't understand why these people think it's really true what what Elizabeth Warren says. Why would you you would run for president on a platform of we can't do anything. It's too goddamn hard. Yeah, it's hard because the system is broken. Why don't you talk about that, Pete Buttigieg, instead of trying to pretend you're throwing a Band-Aid on a bleeding artery. He's not even doing that. What he's doing is is pleasing his corporate masters. He is a corporatist, and he is part of the problem. Him and Mika Brzezinski, both. There a concern with the Democratic uh, frontrunner, potentially the nominee, putting out ideas the nominee. that are fanciful. You think in she'd the be of- happy? You think she'd be happy? Potentially the nominee. You think she would be goddamn happy? There's a woman, you know, because know your value, right? Trump. Wait, let me just. Uh, front runner, potentially the nominee, putting out ideas that are fanciful in the age of Trump. Fanciful? They're only fanciful if you're a corporate shill. It's how come every other country gets to do it? Is is it fantasy all over the world? How come if it's so bad? If universal health care is such a horror, you how come we cannot find a single country? trying to repeal it. None of them, not even the right-wingers and, conserv- and, and conservatives in, in countries, in every other country, says we're going to get rid of this uh, universal health care and go with what the Americans have. Not of one. If we were doing it so great, don't you think they would be like, wow, we're, what's wrong with us? Let's get this for-profit health care going because obviously it's amazing. Look at all those GoFundMe pages. It's so look at the the pride we can have. We can show all the world how how great we, uh, you know uh, it is to beg on the stand on the side of the superhighway with a sign saying, "Please help me, I have diabetes." What is the difference between that and standing on uh, you know on any street in America begging? I do think that, uh, you know, one of the hallmarks of the Democratic Party uh, should be our seriousness. And really? You're, is, and you're seriously running for president. Serious? Is it? Oh, because it's serious. It's, it's uh, fanci- fanciful, as she said, to have everybody in, nobody out. These are the same arguments they have that any establishment corporatist shill has been saying for generations no matter what, we can't do it. It's fantasy. It's pie in the sky. Remember when $15 minimum wage was pie in the sky? Remember when even the notion of Medicare for all was pie in the sky? It's all pie in the sky until you goddamn do it. Unemployment insurance was pie in the sky. Eight-hour workday, pie in the goddamn sky. Workman's comp, retirement. All pie in the sky. Well, now that's pie in the sky again for many of us. To make sure that everything we propose makes sense. Uh, Makes sense. That's the other thing that pisses me off about everything these right-wing corporatists do. It makes sense. Yes, it only makes sense if you're okay with the broken system that gave us Twitler to begin with. Twitler can only rise 
into the highest executive office in a broken system, corrupted by money, where people run on change you can believe in, but give us the same old corporatist, kiss-up, kick-down policies that broke the middle class, that turned the middle class into the working poor. The, the middle class that was the envy of the world at one time. Now we're the least upwardly mobile. We went from the most to the least. It was pie in the sky when, to have a middle class. That was, that's just not, that's, a, that's an aberration. Middle classes are aberrations in history. And they don't come about because a billionaire feels like trickling on us. Just like they don't, just like we don't have health care because a billionaire feels generous about it. Give me a break with this shit. Why do we have to have for-profit ghouls sucking on our misery, standing in our doctor's office? And Pete Buttigieg and Mika Brzezinski, is, they, the way that they, they present themselves and frame themselves as they're the serious candidates. You're serious about destroying this country? Yeah. You, are you seriously uh, pushing fascism, corporatism? Are you seriously that dumb that you don't understand th what is broken in the system? What gave us Twitler to begin with? I mean, that's really cynical, frankly. And maybe they are serious about it. Maybe they don't understand because they're living in the ivory tower. So I don't know. I don't know a single human being, anybody. Please, somebody tell me. I don't know one human being that loves their friggin' private health insurance. Tell me one. Show me one. I've never heard it. I've never heard. Oh, I love United Healthcare. I love that they, that, uh, that, that they get rich denying my care. I love when I get those bills. I love when my doctor is no longer in network. I love that. I love when they deny my flu medicine. Remember that? When I got the flu over the, over the winter. I mean, the, when was it? The, the couple of months ago. I got the flu, and then it came back. I had a relapse on the flu, and they said I couldn't get my medicine, even though the doctor called it in. So I had 105 fever. The doctor called in another round of Tamiflu, but because I had just had it. So, you know, why? yeah, because I'm just taking Tamiflu for shits and giggles. You know what I mean? But it's not profitable. My flu is not pro profitable for these assholes, and that's just the flu. I mean, putting aside the fact that you can die from the flu, but the, every American has a story. That's a minor story. That's one story, a little tiny story. We all have stories being denied, being uh, told, oh, sorry, no longer in network, getting that letter from your doctor. I'm sorry, I'm no longer in network. Give me a break. These Republicans and these fascist corporate Dems are part of the problem. I'm sorry if... People who are, were once patron. I don't know why. Maybe you're not uh, on board with that. You, vote blue no matter who. Of course I'm going to vote if F&P Buttigieg. I mean, I will hold my nose and vote for this, this whiny child. Ugh, he, it's the arrogance, honestly, of somebody who's 37 years old and the, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, getting up there and courting, dancing with the devil who, who, who destroyed the country. What, does he even understand that we, the United States was once the most upwardly mobile of all the industrialized nations? Does he understand that? Does he care? 
Or does he think that it's so pie in the sky, it's so it's not serious to to actually tackle the problems we face. So that when when the house is burning down, you don't just throw a, you know a bucket of water on it. You fix the problem. So your house never burns down again. Not for these not for these idiots. It's unreal. Uh, you're just counting on immigration reform for a trillion dollars worth mm -hmm. of the, uh, uh, the, the funding for uh, a Hallmark plan. It, it raises some concerns about how... Concer I'm just so concerned. How are you going to pay for it? Well, how do you pay for everything else? We have enough money to go to endless war. We have enough money to funnel more money into the arms of oligarchs and corporations and the most profitable corporations on earth who have been reaping record profits. Don't get it wrong, guys. Corporations are doing fine. They have the money. They are not paying a dime in taxes. Zero. Zero taxes. That's why you can't have health insurance. That's why this country is swirling around the toilet, the, the system of government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, that's why it's broken. It's broken by money, greed, selfishness, and indifference. And these idiots who are telling us that the only serious plan is the one that maintains that broken system. Forget it. Forget it. Achievable it is. But the thing to me is, major health care reform really is achievable if we set it up the right way. What Bullshit. I'm proposing with Medicare for all who want it can be done for... For all who want it. Because we're not in this together, you see. And somebody has to get paid. There has to be a grift and a graft. Someone has to be skimming money off the top for all who want it. It's why don't they have Social 1. Security 5. for all who want it? Right? But FDR is not that stupid, you see. He wasn't dumb enough to, to say, hey, you know what? It's too pie in the sky to have this social insurance program belong to everyone. Let's just do it for all who want it. Give me a break. Trillion dollars. That's still obviously a huge sum of money, but uh, it's also paid for. We can find that funding. We pay for it. Medicare for all is paid for. Did you read the, what Elizabeth Warren put out? We pay for it. How many times? That's the other thing that pisses me off about these corporate shills. They repeat the same shit. No matter how many times she, that Elizabeth Warren releases a plan with the numbers, Bernie Sanders says, this is how we're going to pay for it. We have a corporate, uh, a uh, Wall Street speculation tax. A, corporations pay their taxes once again. That uh, they, they say again and again how they're going to pay for it. And all we hear is uh, how they're going to, they never say the numbers. What do they say? Now it's, oh, it's fantastical. We always hear this. Don't believe it, for Christ's sakes. Without being in a situation of having uh, economists arguing over differences in estimates to the tune of trillions and trillions. But there are really two big concerns uh, about, uh, about Senator Warren's approach. One of them is the, the cost. The other is the idea of uh, kicking people One off their the private. One is the cost. Kicking people. Oh, my God. I want to vomit. Please, I need health care because I'm going to puke. People off their private plan. And again, we don't have to do that to implement a... Who wants a private health insurance plan, you dumb bitch? Old change that would be the biggest thing we've done to Medicare since it was invented in the first place. The idea of Medicare... Why don't you have Medicare for all who want it? Just period. All, all the old who want it. 
for all who want it. My plan is off because we're not in this together and we still have to pay. You're going to pay a tax when you pay for your all who wanted plan. So all only the sick are going to go into the all who wanted plan. Everybody the chance to be on. And Medicaid. that's why it'll be broken and it'll be very expensive and broken. And then uh, the Republicans can continue to defund and fuck with it. That the only way we move forward is together, Pete effing Buttigieg. Go back to South Bend and read a goddamn book on FDR or do something. Get off the goddamn campaign trail. You're you need to relax, honey. You're not that evolved. We you're not the savior. Obviously, you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and you're part of the problem. Go dancing with the same corporate interests that broke this country to the ground, that gave us Twitler. You're not change, we can believe in, just because you have a husband. That's not change. It's the same shit wrapped up in a progressive package. The only thing progressive is the, it's the cult of personality here. Oh, he's progressive. He's got to be. It's like Barack Obama has to be um, a progressive because he's black. It's the same thing. Oh, this guy has to be progressive because he's gay. No, he's not. He's not progressive. He's a corporatist. And it's, a, it's enough. I'm done. I'm done with him. I'm done with Biden. I'm done with Amy Klobuchar and everybody who does not recognize wh how we got here. Twitler didn't come fully formed out of the head of Zeus or something. He came because the American people have been sold bullshit after bullshit. Change we can believe in. Change we can believe in. All the while, the gap between rich and poor gets wider and wider and, and wider. And into that anxiety steps a fascist. And in a, 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 in a functioning democracy, someone like that wouldn't, wouldn't get off the ground. The only way he could ever get power is when things are broken by money and greed. We also let you decide whether you want it. And I think leaving the choice to the American people is the better option for us in our lives we, as yeah, Americans. Choice. That's what we want. Yeah. It's all about uh, this, this false notion, this Republican talking point. Oh, you need to choose. Bullshit. Choose what? I want to go to a doctor when I'm sick. Who cares? A choice whether United Healthcare pays the bills or takes Skim's money off the top, right? That's not a nobody wants their private health insurance company, you dumb corporatist. As well as being part of a plan that's easier to explain how we're going to pay so for So, Mayor Pete, how would you characterize her plan? You said that these, I what mean, you guys. Uh, really? Honey, how would you categorize her plan? Why don't you ask her, Mika Brzezinski? Forward needs to be serious. Is it not seri serious? Well, uh, what I would say is that uh, we need to make sure that there's a an ironclad explanation of how to fund things. What the hell did, what did she release, for Christ's sakes? She, that's, what the hell? It's like, who, but why bother? Why don't she just say Mexico will pay for it? Because obviously nobody's listening. And, uh, These are I'm Democrats. That's the thing that, can... that I expect this from Republicans. I expect them to be disingenuous little assholes. 
I don't expect the so-called Democratic nominee, well, he's not a nominee, one of the contenders for the nomination, a so-called Democrat, to, to, to act like that, to spew Republicans' t- talking points, to knock down a plan of another Democrat. What if she is the nominee? And then you have these so-called Democrats saying, like, oh, they're going to rip private health insurance from people. That's a Republican talking point. Oh, uh, what about uh, how are you going to pay for it? That's a Republican talking point. Very clearly be paid for <sighs> with a combination of the rollback of the Trump corporate tax rate cut and the savings we're going to get by allowing Medicare to negotiate with, uh, uh, with drug companies. That's not enough, Pete Buttigieg to pay for your uh, all-of-the-above plan. It's like Obama's all-of-the-above. It's like him talking about clean coal. Let others speak to uh, the other plans, other than to say, I think my plan is better because it's dramatically more affordable and because it allows you... It's affordable because... Oh, I just hit the uh, wrong drug button. Co- it's, afford- it's dramatically more affordable means that you pay more. All who want it. How about all who can afford it? That's, and we're back to square one. I'll let others speak to uh, the other plans. Other than- oh, okay. All right. He's pissing me off too much. Uh, I, I, I only have uh, my heart. is. Re- oh, and I, I'm looking at the, at the Super Chats finally. I can see. Thank you, George. Thank you for your Super Chat. And Stephen Lee all the time. I appreciate that. Always stepping up to the plate. You guys are... The uh, you're all great. I love you all, but thank you for, you know, helping fund the show. It's it does t- it takes money. What do you th- restream takes money? It all takes money. I remember I had Poppy Champlin on the show once. She was like, "What? It just takes money. It's it's just Skype. No, everything takes money. To 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 fund the stream." To keep RDT Daily going, that takes money, honey. We don't have the Mercer family. I don't make money off that site. Are you kidding me? We have those stupid ads on there. They don't make money. You know what I mean? It doesn't. I, I wish it did. If we were, if we had the Mercer family, we could ha- probably hire ten thousand. Not ten thousand. Ten. All we would need is ten more writers. Twenty more writers. We can do the same thing that the goddamn Breitbart did. We can have a townhouse in Washington, full staff, but no, we, it's just me, it's me, it's, it's one editor, and the, uh, and, and a writer who is basically a volunteer, frankly, because he doesn't get paid much at all, none of them do. Oh, wow, Dems flipped the Virginia Senate, amazing, well, there you go, what's going on in the world? While we're screwing, screaming about stupid Pete Buttigieg, I, I, I get uh, Ajita even saying that Pete Buttigieg, like go away, South Bend, Indiana mayor. The whole arrogance of that. You really think that the, that the that uh, people are gonna vote for him? No way, they wouldn't vote for him. I, I don't believe. Maybe, maybe that would surprise me. But, like, I was surprised. I wasn't surprised when Obama got elected because it was a different time. Uh, and they, Republicans, as they do, had screwed up the economy so ab- abhorrently, so egregiously, that 
anybody who was running against Bush would have been elected. So Obama was, he ran at the right time. That is the truth. But as far as um, what's going on with the election now, now they're saying that the, the races are tighter in these battleground states. And I was listening to this, and that's giving Republicans hope. They're thinking, oh, we can do it again. We can pull a rabbit out of a hat again, even though Twitler has not, he's not increased his base at all. In fact, he's shrunk it. They're, those in the cult are, are strongly uh, supportive of their, of their dim leader, but he hasn't done anything to, to uh, bring anybody into the fold. But that doesn't matter. So they're, obviously they're, they need their base. And what they understand is that elections are base elections. All elections are base elections. You don't get your base out. Good luck. Who's going to come out for Joe Biden? There, there's no enthusiasm. And Pete Buttigieg. Who, nobody. I mean, obviously those who are inclined to vote. But it's not like they're, people are going to be like, it, it'll be another situation of 2016. But they're saying that uh, that now the Republicans are they're feeling more more emboldened because they're seeing that in these battleground states where Twitler won, um, they're they they have a shot. But the fact is, I got so mad thinking about this that because here's the deal: they they constantly say, "Oh, good thing the electoral college is so great because." We don't have to be under the tyranny of the big cities and the big populated areas. So uh, that makes absolutely no sense because basically the populated areas, the big cities, the places where people actually live are under the tyranny of these backwater towns. So that's not the recipe for success. That's not how you have a successful evolving uh, and modern nation, you don't do that by allowing your, you know, uh, I don't even know, the your backwater towns to take the vanguard. Get the hell out of here. Oh, wait a minute. What is that? Oh, my God. I just realized that this whole time that this, there will be a recount, I think, was on the screen, <laughs> the chat. I think I must have pulled that on there. For some reason, that was something that one of the people on the chat said, and it got stuck on the screen. It was not meant to be there. But if you are so inclined, come join us live on the chat at YouTube and b meet all of these great people that join us every Saturday evening and also when we do the, the weekday specials. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of elections today. The other thing I wanted to hear, well, there's many things. I, I mean, I'm just so sick of Republicans and, and being under the tyranny of the minority. Why should, we, why should we have to endure this? And I was thinking that one day, maybe not in my lifetime, or I might be surprised, maybe when I'm really old and babbling in an old age home somewhere, that someone will, will have a candidate or there will be a politician that will be strong enough to get out there and say, you know what? We need to break this shit up. Why don't we just do it? Wouldn't that be a better way to move forward? Say, all right, look, let's ha we'll have a national election and states will decide what, which, which way they want to go. 
will they go blue or red? You want to stay in the red? You want to have your Twitter and your no no regulations? You want to use the um, your environment as a corporate as a toilet for corporate waste? Go right ahead. You want no health care? You want to have uh, GoFundMe for your cancer treatments? Fine. You don't want to have a library or any or none of these fancy uh, uh, institutions or whatever. You don't want any liberal elite telling you what to what to do or whatever you want, you can have. But I don't want your backwater town telling me that I have to live under your fascist dictatorship, your anti-democratic, your your democracy destroying, democracy hating, autocrat uh, with dictator envy and a penchant for sexual assault. Why should I live under your king your cult leader when uh, when we want someone who actually receives the most votes and who is capable of abiding in this nation of laws of abiding by the laws now how does somebody now we're they they're they're obviously conducting an investigation on twitler's treason he committed treason he used his office to strong arm a foreign a foreign government to interfere with the an, an American election he that's that that is treason he is it, he should be impeached the republicans don't give a shit because they hate america that's the bottom line so why should we have to endure this less vote getting traitor and um now that the Democrats are trying to hold him to account and all of the Republicans are falling in line and they're not, um, you know, uh, these people aren't showing up. They're not responding to their subpoenas and they're, they're, they are in contempt of Congress. You know, if I get a subpoena and I don't show up, what do you think is going to happen to me? Will I go to jail? I guess we all get a pass now, Right. How does anybody have any respect for the systems of government if there's no authority behind them? That's why the judge, if you go to court and you act like an asshole, they could put you in jail because there has to be weight behind their decisions. So how is this okay for, for the Democrats to let these people not show up, to let Corey Lewandowski sit there and act like a, like a toddler and to show utter contempt for the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, but all, all of those graves in Arlington National Cemetery supposedly fought, bled, and died to protect. And they are, they are insulting the entire system that we're, they supposedly love. They, they call themselves patriots? Bullshit. They're traitors. They hate this country. And know them by their fruits. That's, if you love something... That's not how you behave. You don't treat it with contempt. So I don't understand how they get, they're getting away with uh, not being in jail right now. Why aren't the Democrats putting those assholes in jail? Okay? But anyway, I don't know. This is why I get very despondent and think, fuck it. I'm getting out of here. It's, it's broken. It's over. 
Why am I bothering? Why why scream about it constantly? They're not when, you know, the Democrats, fine. You're finally doing something about the traitor, the criminal, the treasonous asshole, the the non-vote, the less votes receiving um, child squatting in the White House who can't spell the racist, the divider, the moron, the the uh, dictator envier. Uh, I mean, uh, everything about him, all uh, just him pulling out of the pa- Paris Climate Accords, too, that his uh, his contempt for life itself, that isn't that enough? So when he sends his minions and tells them, forget it, you're not you, you show as much contempt for, for Congress, then there has to be repercussions. But there doesn't seem to be any. Well, I don't really understand this. Oh, a a concerned press conference uh, a, with a serious-looking Adam Schiff is not enough. <sighs> I was trying to find this article. That was just a tangent over there. But I don't know. What do you do? What do you do when a you have an opposition party that is part of the problem? I believe, yeah, I'm great. I'm grateful. I'm not grateful. I'm glad that the Democrats are trying to hold Twitter to account. But all this bullshit about we got to be prayerful, we got to be mindful, F that shit. Put them in jail. Prayerful and mindful. You got to fight for your life. When someone is attacking you, you don't, you're not prayerful and mindful. You fight like your life depends upon it because it does. And you do not answer their, their contempt with concerned emails. You put them in jail. You smash them like bugs, like the little bugs that they are, because that's all they are. They are cowards. Put Giuliani in jail. Throw his ass in jail. Throw them all in jail. Throw Lewandowski in jail. Start there and work your way down be, and watch them wake up. And start complying to subpoenas, for Christ's sakes. Oh, we can't. The The courthouse is filled with... It's uh, the room where they put their... their the, 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 where the jail is now holds the carriage that pulled Lincoln's casket. Like, bullshit, who cares? This, this country has the most incarcerated people. We got people incarcerated for stealing a backpack and we can't put a goddamn a, a contempt of Congress asshole in jail for a minute and a half? Forget about it. Oh, my God. This is why I'm like, how is this happening? Well, I know how it's happening because in order to have a functioning democracy, you have to have human beings capable of... Of, of abiding by it and understanding it and, and really loving this country, understanding what it's about, what it means, that it's not normal for, for a democracy. This isn't normal for the, most of human history. We've had some kind of autocracy, and we fought that So because we didn't want to have to live under the whims of unqualified, unfit dictators who happen to fall into uh, their, their positions of authority, and the rest of us all have to uh, hope that, oh, well, um, you know, we stay out of the line of fire. That's the kind of system we have now. 
where it's sort of like the same thing. Oh, well, a uh, good thing. Uh, sucks to be you. Well, I have health care. You don't. So, oh, uh, maybe next time. You know, you're all, you all are, everybody has their heads down hoping not to be picked off. <sighs> anyway, I wanted to uh, look at Pete Buttigieg's town. What is South Bend, Indiana like? Because, like, hello? This is, you think you're, I mean, how arrogant do you have to be to go from South Bend, Indiana's mayor to the president? And we're supposed to be talking about seriousness? That, oh, it's, uh, you want the Democrats to be serious. Well, seriously, honey? You know, we have a reality TV star. We understand that Republicans are unfit emotionally, spiritually, sexually. So why, why is it serious? Why is a, someone who thinks that uh, they, they need to be serious going from the mayor of South Bend, Indiana to the so-called presidency? Let's see. As Pete Buttigieg's name gains traction nationally, South Bend's name recognition has gotten a boost as well. National media outlets have written about Buttigieg and the city. But Buttigieg's detractors, including the Indiana Republican Party, have used the other statistics to say his record is smoke and mirrors. I'm just trying to find out. Where, get to the meat of the matter here. Um, Buttigieg's detractors point at the city's poverty rate is far above the Indiana and national averages. The median household income is well below those averages. 2017 estimated Indiana average poverty was 13.5%, and the national was 12.3, which is, you know, that's acceptable in a in, in this uh, kiss-up, kick-down capitalism, right? It's really unbelievable how sick this we are. You see, we are this sick. We allow this to continue. We are the many. They are the few. And we allow them to get away with it because we buy into their bullshit, their lines about seriousness, and you know, I got and and the hope that I have mine. So don't take that away, even if it means that everybody's in. Oh my goodness! And anyway, whatever. F you, Pete Buttigieg. The other one, the other person I want to say F you to is Donnie Deutsch. Uh, the other day, this was not the other day. This was on the last, I grabbed this video for, for the Saturday Tower Buster, but we never got to it. And I still want to play it uh, because it pissed me off. Donnie Deutsch was on, on Bill Maher's show. And here we go. He's talking about health care. It's the same shit with the with the Republican talking points about Medicare for all. He's seen as a way to help more Americans. I'll tell you one thing, though. You tell 160 million Americans that they can't have their choose their private insurance. You're going to lose an election. Right. And these people are yeah. smoking crap. You hear you, know, you hear. About wait, wait, wait. You hear uh, Bill Maher. Right. He's another one. He's not. He's a corporatist, too. I don't understand how these rich assholes are so upset at the notion of everyone being able to go to a doctor without having to fear get it going bankrupt when they're sick. I don't get it. You know, forget about not even, not even um, paying, being able to pay for $34 trillion. 
I, my grandfather was a cop, okay, and my mother was a school teacher, and they worked really hard to put me in a position where I can buy the kind of insurance I want. And if I can't, or the people on this panel, do I you can't hear buy that? Do you hear that shit? My grandfather was a cop. My mother was a teacher, and they worked really hard so I could afford to buy the Medicare, the the insurance I wanted. Um, excuse me, Donnie Deutsch. I think you forgot somebody. The Deutsch, he forgot his father, who was an advertising executive, and I, Donnie was is such a an American dream story, up from nothing, that he pulled himself up by his bootstraps and inherited his father's advertising agency. So screw you, Donnie Deutsch. He's uh, it's another. He's the average American, this, uh, the working-class hero. Bullshit. Another trust-funded millionaire who sits in the ivory tower and whines that we all have it too good down here. My children. Listen to this. Okay, and my mother was a school teacher, and they worked really hard to put me in a position where I can buy the kind of insurance I want. And if I can't, or the people on this panel, I can't buy for my children, we are going backwards. We're fucking Denmark, okay? But remember the... And what the fuck is so wrong with that? We're fucking Denmark. So someone actually from Denmark saw Deutsch's embarrassing appearance on, uh, on Bill Maher, and he, uh, he wrote a, uh, a rebuttal. Wait, hold on. Where is it? Man, are you guys still there? What's going on in the world? So, okay, yeah, my father, my grandfather was a cop. Okay, my mother was a school teacher, and they worked really hard to put me in a position where I can buy the kind of insurance I want. Well, there you go, Donnie, because you could still buy the goddamn insurance that you want. They worked really hard. Everybody works hard. People who die needlessly without health care work really hard. And we're all just one catastrophic illness away from bankruptcy, even with insurance. So how dare you, you filthy, you, you selfish, undemocratic, anti-American ghoul. None of these people understand what it means to be patriotic because they would easily and eagerly leave millions on the battlefield without, without anything. Leave them behind as long as they got theirs. Well, guess what, Donnie? You could still get yours. You'll still be able to buy the uh, insurance you want, you filthy, entitled mouthpiece of the problem. <sighs> Jaffer Shalachi, a Danish millionaire and founder of Human Act, pushed back. He wrote a letter on Medium addressed to Donnie Deutsch. So let me read what he writes. Okay. Dear Mr. Deutsch, I noticed with interest your comments regarding health care and wealth on Bill Maher's show last week. It's not often that my home country of effing Denmark gets compared to the United States, so let alone so colorfully. <laughs> You said, my grandfather was a cop, okay? My mother was a school teacher, and they worked really hard to put me in a position where I can buy the kind of insurance I want. If I can't buy it for my children, we are going backwards. We're fucking Denmark. 
Let's set aside your choice to highlight the modest careers of your grandfather and mother while neglecting to mention your father's success as the founder of a large advertising agency. I'm sure it was not your intention to misrepresent the privilege into which you were born. And good for you for appreciating how your takeover of your father's business at age 32, 20 years after he founded it, did indeed put you in a position to buy the best insurance available. But... It's important, isn't it, to give credit where credit is due? Unfortunately, not everyone is born into such privilege. Forgive me if I misunderstood, but I interpreted your comments to suggest that you believe the unfortunate souls who were not put as you were in a position as you uh, are not entitled to quality health care coverage. I disagree with you on that notion. But luckily for you, the way the United States has chosen to structure its health care system guarantees they will not receive it. Problem solved. Now go back to fucking Denmark. Given your comments, I can only believe that you have never set foot in my wonderful country and perhaps are misinformed about our health care system. Please allow me to enlighten you. In fucking Denmark, we spend almost half as much per capita on health care as the United States. Despite our lower levels of spending, our life expectancy is higher. Our infant mortality rate is lower. Our overall health is much better than in the United States. In fucking Denmark, we deliver high-quality universal health care to each and every citizen, unlike the United States, which offers a for-profit consumer choice system that leaves millions of your people choosing, quote-unquote, to be uninsured, and hundreds of thousands of others choosing to be both insured and bankrupt. You say your family worked hard to put you in your position. So did mine. I was born in Iran in 1961. My family moved to fucking Denmark when I was a child. After a series of rejected immigration applications, forced separations, and the turmoil of my birth country pushed my family to our limits. I finished my education here, married a beautiful Danish girl, and had two amazing children, and built my fortune as a self-employed entrepreneur. I am now a multimillionaire like you. While your good fortune began with your father's success, I credit my good fortune to fucking Denmark and its robust, inclusive social system that values equality and opportunity for everyone. Unlike the United States... My country has embraced and advanced a social tax system that requires people like me to pay substantial and increasingly progressive levels of tax. The people of fucking Denmark use these funds to invest in the people of fucking Denmark. Our tax revenues give everyone health care, education, and a strong support, social support system, among other things. And by the way, I never worry about buying the kind of care that I want for my children because fucking Denmark gives it to them. Perhaps that's why when the one company, when one compares our two great nations, we find that Danes are much happier than Americans and that our social mobility is markedly better than it is in the land of the American dream. But don't take my word for it. Rely or rely on pesky facts that prove it. Instead, Come to fucking Denmark and see for yourself a happy and healthy society funded in part by the hefty taxes on millionaires like you and me. Consider this your invitation, your official invitation to visit me in fucking Denmark. 
If you are available to travel to Copenhagen from December 8th to 10th to December 10th, you will also have a chance to meet a group of American millionaires who have a very different view of the things than, uh, than you do. The patriotic millionaires will be joining me to discuss setting up a global network of millionaires who want to include everyone in the bright future ahead. Like me, they are pleased to invest in programs that help everyone, our children, our children's children, even someone else's children. Mr. Deutsch, please join us. I believe you can learn a lot from our discussion. Perhaps you will even find a way to use your immense privilege and national platform to help your country become a bit more like fucking Denmark. Ugh, that, uh, that is a genius. Genius. Warm regards. Jaffer Salachi, the founder of the Human Act, which is a worldwide developmental organization determined to prove that extreme poverty is not a natural state to accept. I mean, imagine that. That's someone's heart right there. L using your power and privilege, the money that you have, to not, uh, to not obtain more s for yourself, your selfish little world, but to make the world a better place. And that's what it means to be a human being. That, that's why when someone, uh, that, that, whole, that, that whole notion of, it's not even a notion, the spiritual truth that when you help someone, you help yourself. That's why we're in this together is the only way we're ever going to move forward. We can't move forward as a country when we leave millions behind. There has to be this sense of unity, security, to, that, we are, that we're in this together. That's why the founders pledge their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. That's what it means to be a, a, a human being, doesn't it? <sighs> we don't have to work for the, for the king and await our rewards in heaven. But this country is so divided. That's why people are nuts in this country. That everyone's on edge, fighting each other, that uh, screaming, build a wall, build a wall. Anyway. It's unbelievable. I, I want to go to fucking Denmark, reading that. That kind of, that understanding that... How 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 do you want to how do you want to be rich? How can how rich are you, Donnie Deutsch, when you understand that your your selfishness that you're using your platform to ensure that other human beings won't have a chance, like you. I mean, it's so sickening, and to hear the the what's his face. Um, Bill Maher agreeing with that. It's and that these are the people that have platforms. Honestly, that's why I ask you to become a patron to support the show. Support other shows like this. If you have a limited resources, support Bob Kincaid. Support Mike Malloy. This is why we need to get this message out there because we're up against the message of a Donnie Deutsch who has a massive platform. And what are they doing with it? They're embarrassing themselves and us and ensuring that this country will never evolve, that we're going to stay sick. <sighs> All right. I'm going to take a nap for about eight hours <laughs> now. And 
I will probably, I did the show tonight because I know I'm not going to be able to do it for the rest of the week. So I will try as much as I can to do a weekday special and join everyone and connect with everyone because it does, it makes me feel better too, see? We were in this together. We really are. And I appreciate everyone hanging out and bearing with the technical problems. If only I, my father was a advertising millionaire instead of a garbage man. Maybe I would have had a life like Donnie Deutsch. I could have, I could use my millions to fund RDT Daily. Instead, I gotta go to you guys and say, kick in a couple of bucks here and there if you can. And let me know what you would like better. If you're, if you are a patron, you wanna, you want more things or something. I don't know what you can help by letting me know. I can't do this alone. Uh, I can only help, uh, you know, f make the community better with your feedback, too. So, all right. It's looking like what's going I'm just trying to find what's going on in uh, New York. But with uh, our election day today, I wanted to because ranked choice voting was on the ballot. There's Francis licking himself again. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm, I'm looking good. That you know, as I, as you're saying, I'm looking at the chat to see that. So Democrats are winning, huh? That's pretty good. All right. Let me just let you guys go back to watching. MSNBC. You know what I mean? Without this shit, without this show, that's all you got, honey. You got MSNBC. This is the liberal media right here. That's why we need patrons. <laughs> Help us grow. And RDT Daily. I can't even talk. RDT Daily. I'm, t I'm telling you, it's coffee. RDT Daily. Grow. And Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid. This is us. We're in it together. So keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it. I I'm, I don't know what I'm going to say. I keep I'm looking around to see what's the, trying to find the stats for the election, but nothing is on Huffington Post. I don't see. I don't see what's going on. All right. All right, guys. I will see you guys on Saturday. Thank you for hanging out. In the meantime, please be good to each other. Remember to be kiss your cats and if you and dogs and animals. Be nice to animals, please. Or I'm going to be very upset. And there's always something to do, to do. That's why I'm uh I hate Republicans. They're selfish. Are you sitting around uh counting your millions? trying to make sure that other people don't have health care. What, what an effed up way to live life, right? It's crazy. So that's why we will win, but there's going to be a fight ahead. There's a fight now. It's not ahead. It's, it's happening now. So let's not, uh, we, we're, we're not going to shrink from it because we're, we're not the cowards. We are capable 
of functioning in a de democratic society. All right, you got to pop the bully in the nose, metaphorically. Let's uh, reconvene here in a few days. Hopefully, I will do some more research on the stream and see if there's anything else I could do to stop the buffering. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out and enduring the show. I will put this up on the podcast. I'll cut out all that other shit, hopefully. But as I always say, we stick together. We win. Thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you in a few days.